0: so much for downloading the episode today on the show i talk about some of the thoughts i have while i'm on painkillers we also discuss paula's world in which we're talking about school photos and sex education additionally you have submitted some epic ugly, and awkward moments this week we review those award your points and a little discussion about jane fonda thanks so much enjoy the show
1: It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie?
0: That was the day that I started binge eating in the evenings. Paula? Paula, you look retarded. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 278. Hello, Paula. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Jamie? You're like, I'm tired. I just want to be done with this. Really quick, if you haven't figured it out yet, The Ugly Truth is now on Spotify. And this is a really big deal because it's one of the most well-known international hubs for podcasts. And producer Dub has been trying for a very long time to get us on Spotify. And so he wanted me to let you know that we are there. So if you use Spotify, you will find us there. And of course, use Playapod or any other podcasting app that you use, but we would appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay. So I had some dental work done a couple of weeks ago, and I'm still kind of recovering from it. So I feel like I sound funny sometimes because I I had a minor surgery in the back of my mouth. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can feel it all the time. And they're like, no, in a couple of weeks, you won't even notice it. Well, it is getting better, but I still feel like I feel it. But the benefit of any kind of oral surgery are the painkillers mm-hmm. because dentists are very aware of how painful any kind of dental work is, even if you're just getting a lot of shots, which I did. I got like two or three. So mm-hmm. I got Vicodin, which I realize now everybody's like, you know it kills people if you get the fake stuff.
1: Well, I mean, it's if you buy it off the street, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, 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 I know. But I don't like to use Vicodin regularly because if I take more than two, I tend to get nauseous.
1: Oh, yeah, that can definitely happen.
0: Yeah, so it keeps me from taking like all of it or whatever. It also, in all honesty, I get constipated like immediately. Uh huh. Immediately. So I didn't take too many, but the first couple of days, I definitely was taking it. I also noticed that I had really weird thoughts and dreams when I was on it. Like I dreamt that I was a patient of Dr. Pimple Popper's. Oh. And that I had like a big lipoma on my leg and it was gross, And but she was getting ready to remove it. And I was like, thankfully, I, I remember saying, oh, thank God I know you because you can take this off. It was just really weird shit like that. Then it was the second night and I had insomnia which is weird because Vicodin tends to make me really tired. But I was, for some reason, really struggling to sleep. And so the first thing was I ran into this video of this woman who her son or her child is like two years old. And she's obviously some kind of comedic, person on YouTube or something like that. I don't even know her name or whatever. And I can't even find it again to show it to you. But she was saying that after two years of yoga pants, she had decided that it was time to buy real clothes so that her husband could take her out to a nice meal and he wouldn't be embarrassed because the last time he took her out, she wore pajama bottoms. Aww. No excuse for the pajama bottoms, but I get the yoga pant thing because you feel like you can dress them up. And you don't look like a slob. But when you're going out to dinner, you know, it'd be nice to be able to put on a nice dress or a nice pair of jeans or something, you know. So she decided that's it. I'm going to the mall. I'm going to buy myself a cute outfit. And that's that. And now I know that there are women out there who lose all the baby weight and they look fabulous within the first two years of having a baby. Mm-hmm. That is not my experience. Mm-mm. And that is not a lot of experience for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. This woman included. And so she's like, I went to a Charlotte Roos, which is a mall store for girls like that are size five. I mean, mm-hmm. just really tiny little things, pre-baby bodies. And she walked in and she, the girl's like, yeah, can I help you? She goes, yeah, I'm looking. I need to buy an outfit for a date. She goes, oh, for your daughter? And she's like, I turned around and just walked out. Like, I'm not, no. And so I go through all these stores. She's like, I've, I try on all these clothes, four hours of shopping, and I walk by P and a Pod. And I walk in, and the lady goes, what's the matter? She's like, I can't find anything to wear. I'm so fat. I hate it. I, I hate my life. And she's like, let me help you out. So the lady at P and a Pod sold her four pairs of maternity jeans, and they fit perfectly Really? And they looked amazing. And they were a brand. They were like Jessica Simpson or something. And then she had a regular shirt. And she's like, I feel fabulous. And she's like, I don't know why we stop wearing these just because we're not pregnant anymore if our bodies aren't back to normal. And it reminded me that I wore maternity pants for a really long time after I had Malia, the the last baby, because she was so flipping big mm-hmm. and my body had changed so significantly after her. She was the third baby I had. And I remember wearing maternity pants for like months after I had. In fact, I remember being sad that I had to stop wearing them because the front panel was bunching up and it didn't look good anymore. Yeah. I remember being sad. I had a couple of pairs of really nice jeans that had the maternity panel that fit super good. And I I can't believe that I had repressed that memory of enjoying wearing maternity clothes. And I wore them for a long time. And I thought, well, I wouldn't go to a maternity store and buy new maternity clothes if I wasn't pregnant, but I get it. And I thought, they should say that. They should say, hey, just because you're not pregnant anymore doesn't mean your body isn't conducive to wearing these types of clothes, you
1: know? Yeah, really. I mean, I tried to buy shorts at Old Navy the other day and the highest size they went was a size 12. Yeah. I tried to put them on and they still didn't fit. And I'm just like, these are, I think they run small.
0: If you can't wear a 12, then they definitely run small. Cause you are not a 12. And so I was just like, this is
1: ridiculous. I'm like, where can I go? You know Mm -hmm. that like, I can't get some decent shorts that there's just no place to go for people who are like middlers, you know, they're not (laughs) the one X or something like that. But they're also not like a size eight. The
0: problem with plus size clothing is that You have to be plus size everywhere. Exactly. When I was done having children, the first two years after I had Malia, I mean, I dropped a lot of weight initially, but your body doesn't necessarily, well, I should say my body didn't necessarily go right back to its pre-pregnancy shape and it did change. So I would think, oh, well, I'll just get, you know, a size 16 or something and that'll be fine. The problem is, is that it's size 16 everywhere. It wasn't just the waist or the butt which is where I needed it. Right. So I'm like, well, this doesn't look right. I guess I'm, I mean, and so it's, it's very difficult. And so plus size really isn't conducive to somebody who will be temporarily large because they're not back to their pregnancy weight yet. And I thought, man, wouldn't it be a great market? And you know, maybe there's one that already exists, but wouldn't it be a great market to have clothing for women who have had children and they haven't gotten back into their pre-pregnancy shape but they need that panel because when you're pregnant, you're only big in that area. And if you have yeah. a post-pregnancy body, chances are you're still only big in that area. You're not big everywhere else. I feel like this must exist because yoga pants can't be the only solution. Like there has to be something else, right? Right.
1: Yeah. I would think so. But... And if there's
0: not, then P and a pot needs to get their shit in order and have that section in their store. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, you're not pregnant, but you know, non-pregnant and then, clothes. Yeah. Because you don't need the panel to expand. You just need it to be there and not look like you're wearing maternity clothes. Because when you're pregnant, you need that band, that front panel to expand. Right. When you're not going to grow, you just, you need the panel, but you don't. You don't need it to look like, hey, here's a light blue denim color in front of your denim. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't know. To me, buying clothes is just frustrating. I, I just, I, I absolutely yeah. hate doing it. And, you know, you're right. Just because you get one size that actually fits the area that it needs to fit. Suddenly, you know, it's baggy everywhere else because, you know. They think your thighs are huge or something like that. Yeah. And I actually have really skinny legs. You do.
0: You really do. Well, it sucks, too, because like Daryl will go, well, I I really need some shorts or whatever. And I'm like, okay, 33 inch waist. That's all he needs to know. That's it. Everything else falls into place. You know, what size shirt? Large. That's it. That's all he needs to know. Two things. And do you like that color? That's it. What What colored blue do you want on your jeans? Well, I need a dark one and a light one. All right, done and done. and for yeah. me, it's like you walk into a store first of all, I can't remember the last time I walked into a department store and was successful i I do most of my shopping online mm-hmm. almost all of it and the other problem is I was purchasing clothes from one online retailer and was having a lot of success. they were high they were well made. They were worth the money and they fit me everywhere perfectly. And they stopped making them. <laughs> the second you find something you like, then they stop making it. I know. It is awful. Buying jeans is, I would rather go to the dentist every day. Than I know. have to find jeans. And the whole, oh, well, if you spend $400, it's totally worth it. Well, it might be, but that's dumb. That's a lot of money. That's like a, that's a month worth of food for some people. You know, really? That's, I mean, I get it. But if you can't afford to pay for something that will fit properly every time, then what, then what? The other thing that happened is, and this is your fault. Mine? Yes, I couldn't sleep. And so I was on my computer. Daryl was conked out and I spent a shit ton of money shopping. <laughs> and it was funny because I had forgotten. I woke up the next day and went, moved on with my day. And then I, Daryl and I were talking at dinner and I got this epiphany look. What? Well, I just remembered that I spent a really a lot of money the other night. He's like, what? And I said, yeah, it was like two o'clock in the morning and I couldn't sleep. And I was doing all this research on moisturizers. And the next thing I knew I'd spent $200 on makeup. <laughs> He's like, what? I know. It just happened. I don't know. You're like, sorry. (laughs) It's coming. It should be here soon. They'll be backing the paladin. I'm super excited, but I forgot what I bought. (laughs) Vicodin's a hell of a drug. That's yeah, it say. is.
1: Especially if you'd never take it. I don't. Pretty strong. And you don't take any kind of pain medication ever, other than like ibuprofen or something like that. Or
0: imitrex, which is not really a narcotic. It's not a narcotic. So yeah, yeah my my, really. my drug of choice is alcohol. And I even do that randomly. I I I, dr- I drink so much less than I used to. I just, I don't want heart disease. I'm so afraid of getting heart disease. I just, I just don't do it. But anyway... Speaking of heartache, let's go into Paula's world. (laughs) So every year, elementary schools and high schools force children to be photographed in the fall and the spring. Right. And pressure you into purchasing these photos. Well, so basically they send home the
1: packet. And so yesterday, Olivia and Ryan brought home their school photos the whole packet Mm. and i looked at ryan's and they weren't terrible but he's just like i hate him mom i don't want to get him Uh and so i'm just like hey makes my job easy yes so that'll save me you know 65 dollars or whatever (laughs) it is right so i put him back in his backpack and i'm like we'll just return him you know when you get to school tomorrow right and so i take olivia's out and hers it's just not her best picture you know she her eyes are halfway shut you know, her hand's doing something weird.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Her teeth are just in a strange thing right now because her two top teeth are really big and she (laughs) just has baby teeth surrounding everything. So it's just, it looks a little odd. She's just like, well, mom, she's like, are we going to buy these? And I'm like, I don't think so. And she's like, why not? And I'm just like, well, yeah, I'm like, Look at, I'm like, look at your eyes. I'm like, they're hardly open. And mm. she's just like, well, she's like, I was trying to open them. And, and I said, and your hand is just looks a little strange. And so I'm pointing out her flaws, <laughs> but then I'm feeling really guilty about, you know, cause you always try and tell your kids like, you're beautiful and you look, you look amazing no matter what. Except yeah. I'm, I'm not going to spend sixty five dollars because of you have a freak hand and your eyes look weird.
0: And, you know, you know how much I, I literally if you died, I would I would steal your children for my own. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know how much I love them. Right. And I, I have seen these photos. Not their best work. No. I mean, even Ryan, you know, this haircut he's got going on right now. I'm not sure about how they combed it. He
1: is doing this surfer, like, buzzed totally all over, Mm -hmm. except for this big, long thing that flaps on the side. It's like a a surfer-skater kind of
0: look thing. It's just, it's looking a little Adolf Hitler-y. Oh, God. In the photo, because of the way it's parted super extreme and flat over. It's just not... I don't think it's the aesthetic he's going for. I, th- I know what he's doing. There's some basketball player that looks like this. Probably. The way they force those, they use those hideous little black combs and they do what they think it should be. And I looked at that and went, why did they do that to his hair? He looks like an alt right. It's awful. Um,
1: and he's kinda hunched over. Like they didn't have him yeah. sit up straight or something like that. I don't that. know and what company did this, but they and they it's, uh, and left Lysa, touch, you know, the usual one.
0: Olivia's arm placement is also inappropriate because her shirt says princess. And yeah. now, based on this, it looks like it says Pringles. They, like, completely covered up most of the writing. And then, and why did they do her arms like that? She, I don't get it. I because don't. her hand
1: is kind of, like, dangling. So, it looks like it's just <laughs> this limp paw. And I just. It does you look know, like and a of course. Rat she has a rubber band around her wrist yeah. and I'm just like, "Can we just stop with the accessories <laughs> on the hand?" I just don't know why we have to have
0: something there every day. Whatever photo company is was tasked for doing this, they spent zero time and they they just they just didn't because I know I don't get the arm placement. It is odd. That's the the thing that's the most odd. Actually, there were there's like a hundred other things they could have done to make her look cute with her body placement, and they chose poorly. Yeah, I'm with you. I recall our mother being pretty hardcore about it. We well, she was just cruel. She's like Paula, you look retarded. <laughs> Although the one time I don't remember who it was, but the pictures were so bad that she bought them those were mine they were so bad she's like well we have to keep these she's just like i don't even know how you could
1: look that way (laughs) she says i want to send one to your father (laughs) she always did that she always did that on really mean things like one time i made a cake that was so bad she drove me to dad's house and made me give him a slice
0: burnt sugar cake yep yeah, in fact, it was so bad she gave it to our dog, Ebo, who buried it in the yard. He wouldn't even touch it. Yeah, and she found that funny. So she's like, oh, no, I'm not enjoying this all on my own. Your father needs to have some of this. Yeah, Let's all get in the car, kids.
1: The one time she wanted to co-parent. So... <laughs> Let's laugh at her together, shall we? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: really. And so oh I'm just like, God. oh, this is funny. I look ugly. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I I have never been a fan of the school photos. They're always so bad. And I I can't remember when, but there there is a time where we just stopped buying them. We just I said I'm not we all know how to take photos now. We don't need these companies to do this for us anymore. Secondly, why are they sending home sheets of photos? Why can't we do digital? Just go online, look and say, yes, I like it. I will buy this many and have them mailed to me. Or I'll buy the digital print and I will print it out myself.
1: They do both. I mean, mm. they'll send an email with the portrait ID number and mm. the some other number. I don't know what it is. But they also send the hard copies. And so I just said, we need to send them back. But she was just like, please, can we buy them? I'm oh like, why? God. I'm no. like, I just
0: explained to you why we're not going to buy them. I mean, and so. don't, you know, God, mom used to get so mad at me. But when one of the kids were like, no, you you look ugly, OK? You look ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and I would tell mom, she's like, why would you say that my grandchild was ugly? I'm like, mother, look at these photos. Oh, well, I see your point. All right. right. Well, I wouldn't buy them either. I'm like, they're $35. I'm not paying $35 for this piece of crap 5 by 7 What am I going to do, do with 16 wallets? They don't, they don't even do that anymore, you know? God, it's just, it's frustrating how antiquated it is. That's what's frustrating. So
1: that's why I just scanned them and put them mm-hmm. on Facebook because and tagged Victor <laughs> in it because all his relatives can see it.
0: Well, like, you print that out if you want it so bad. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I am with you. And you know the, the, it's really hard, too, because there's something about being a parent. It makes you feel guilty if you don't want it. Like, there's I there's nothing harder than throwing away photos of your kid, even if they're right. awful. You're like, is this against some kind of biblical law? Are you allowed to throw away pictures of your children? I don't even think you're allowed it. Won't you burn in hell if you do that? I'm not sure. is that a know. sin? Well, and that's what I felt bad
1: about was, you know... Pointing out her flaw- flaws oh, and explaining I why I wasn't <laughs> buying the photo. And I'm just like, well, this is probably really like, you know, degrading or whatever, like uh, not constructive because I'm supposed to be building her up and telling her how beautiful she is and all these things. But instead,
0: Fast forward 20 years, Olivia's in a therapist's office, and that was the day that I knew that I was ugly.
1: That's why I try and keep my eyes as wide as as possible, because (laughs) I'm terrified that they're going to be, you know, slim and
0: tired. That was the day that I started binge eating in the evenings, (laughs) when I knew that my mother no longer found me appealing. God. I was ashamed. (laughs) I started wearing gloves. I no longer accessorize. I will never wear another bracelet. It's all her fault. God. Oh, God. That's so funny. Anyway, yeah. So, also, it is the season for health class. Is your son knee deep in sex ed yet? Yes, he is. The first two days,
1: it was pretty easy. They were talking about like self esteem, (laughs) you know, bullying and everything like that. And then yesterday. They dived, they dived right in.
0: Oh, right into erections and night dreams. Yes.
1: All right. So it's being taught by his homeroom teacher, who's a female. Oh, no. They must have changed how they teach it because they teach it to the whole class, which is a combination of boys and girls.
0: Oh, okay. So So,
1: everybody learns the same thing. Hmm. So he said that they got a worksheet. It had a list of terms. And there was three columns. One was for boys, one was for girls, and one was for both. Okay. Like, for instance, perspiration. That would go under both. Oh, I see. Menstruation. That would go under girls. Wet dreams. That would go under boys. Boys. And so when I saw wet (gasps) dreams, I'm
0: like, wet dreams? What? (laughs) I I freaked out. I gotta tell you, I am not a big fan of the co-ed health class. Um, And I'm not a kid. I don't consider myself a conservative person when it comes to sexuality and learning about the opposite sex and, and how everything works. But I just remember when we did sex ed that was the time to ask questions so that you wouldn't be embarrassed. You know, you could ask questions like, well, what happens when I start my period? Or one boob is bigger than the other and I'm afraid, And like me, thinking I had a tumor. You know, those are things... You can't ask that with kids like... with boys like Ryan in the class. Some girl's not going to ask about body odor or hair, you know? And guys aren't going to talk about their woodies in, in math, you know? I mean, that's really uncomfortable. But then again... I mean, I don't know how detailed they get if it's a co-ed class either. They give parents the opportunity about two
1: months before the class to come and review the materials. Yeah. So you can see... What what exactly they're going to be talking about? Yeah, and and what will be missing? I guess right, if you're right. truly interested, if you're a pretty open communicator like we are, then Brian just tells us what they talk about, and then we know yeah where we need to fill in the gaps. Sure, sure. But I'm sure there's those people that don't talk about it and don't learn about it. Which is unfortunate. but
0: I guess something is better than nothing. It's just there's something about being with peers and you're all, you know, the same sex with your peers. Because then, not that you shouldn't talk to your kids about sex at home, but there's something about a peer group with a a teacher or an adult of the same sex who has mm-hmm. been there and understands everything and they're all sitting around going, Yeah, yeah, that happened to me too or whatever. Right. There's something comforting about knowing that you're not alone. But then when but when you're in this room with everybody. Yeah. Which is fine with certain things. But I mean, you know, I bet half those kids have had wet dreams and although some of them may know what it is because they have parents who talk to them, there are others who are, this is all new to them. And then they got Jenny over in the corner who now he feels exposed. Yeah. When a male teacher could be talking to them about it and just say, hey, it's normal. Don't worry. You know, you're, you're normal just like everybody else. Everybody has it. I was your age and I did too. And, you know, there's something comforting in knowing that. So I'm not sure I'm a big fan of this new integrated. I mean, I wouldn't color. say no. I mean, I wouldn't say no, you can't do it. But I would also be like, oh, it's kind of too bad. You know.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean, I think if I had a girl,
1: I might feel different. I yeah. probably would feel a little bit like maybe the lines are crossed a little bit, but mm-hmm. the week's not over, so they may still split up the classes. Oh yeah, that's true. Do maybe some other like more intimate details, and like yeah, have, right. you know, all boys and then all girls talking about more things in detail I don't know maybe they will maybe they won't but
0: all I remember because I was in I because I'm from the olden days is when we had our health class in sixth grade they were still they said now some people use sanitary napkins and they still showed us how to use the belt do you remember (laughs) the belt I read about it but I don't remember
1: ever using one well
0: I never used one either because you know I I mean we're modern now we have sticky tape on the bottom of pads but back in the day they didn't and of course I'd ask I'd ask mom about it I'm like what's with the belt it's like a contraption she goes oh my god Jamie you have no idea how easy you have it now I had the belt (laughs) like okay
1: she's
0: because of course she would not use tampons I didn't
1: use tampons until after I got married
0: only whores use tampons well it wasn't that (laughs) is I just couldn't fit it I just that's what our mom told me She told me only whores use tampons (laughs) Oh, for heaven's sakes. Well, because I I think I started my period once and I was at dad's and our step our evil stepmother gave me a tampon. She's like, you need to figure it out.
1: I think it was like super ultra.
0: It was a giant one because she was a whore. (laughs) So I was like, what am I supposed to do with this missile? For God's sake, it's like a fucking nuclear missile. What am I supposed to do with this thing?
1: Which is funny because when I started my period, she gave me panty liners. Oh, my God. Maybe she'd had a hysterectomy by then. Well, I mean, I was bleeding all over the joint and I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah." I peeled oh, it God. off and it was just
0: like, you know, it looked like I had bacon in my underwear. Oh, yeah. God, I hated those. You know what? Being a kid and on the rag is the worst. You have it the, is worst the worst periods worst. ever.
1: I oh thought I needed a blood transfusion after my first period. <laughs> you probably could have.
0: You probably could have. We were all anemic, all of god. us. I mean, it was a nightmare. Oh my god. I You know, Paula, I I am so glad. That is one thing I never want to go back. I never want to go back to this time period. Greasy face gross hair bleeding like a sieve i mean my goodness it was the worst i would be like ryan i don't give a shit what you hear you got it made yeah really you have got it made i olivia oh my god paula olivia and pms i don't know man i don't think i'm gonna make it i don't think you're gonna make it either i really don't you may need to lock her up just you know figure it out here here's the supplies. And leave us alone you monster. <laughs> <laughs> They're so we're so terrible. We're so terrible at that age when you start when your body start changing. No cute little video is going to fix it. Oh, okay. Now I know. I know because I know you very well that you will never ever allow your son to watch this show, but it would help him immensely. I talked to my kids about it and I said although the show is somewhat well, it's very much mat- it's mature language t- to some degree. I said, do you if you watched this when you were Ryan's age, would it have helped you in puberty? And they all resoundingly all all of them, including Tyler, said yes. It it would have been huge help if I had seen this show when I was that age. And it's called Big Mouth, and it is on Netflix, and it is about kids who are Ryan's age going through puberty. It is super well done. It talks about all this stuff. Like there's this, there's an episode where the girl starts her period on a field trip and she's wearing white shorts. Oh no. And that's happened to everybody. It's yeah. happened to all of us. I really, really, if you could get past the, um, just the language of it, you would really like it. I mean, Ryan would just learn so much. But anyway. I'll
1: have to check it out. Right he now will. he's really into the Goldbergs.
0: Oh my God. I love it. He's Barry Goldberg, isn't he?
1: And you're right. I am just like the mom.
0: Oh god, completely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Tell me, baby, you delicious thing. What is she, what do you
0: want Mama to do? <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, she's the best she's she's a, she is so funny she's a smother <laughs> the smother <laughs> yes. she's a smother yeah i love that show so much she goes i'm in a revolution i'm trying to figure out who i am without my children it's the best show I, it's so good i love the goldbergs i that and i mean i'm still a big fan of the big bang theory modern family young sheldon yeah we like modern family i mm-hmm. don't really care
1: for young sheldon but everybody else likes it
0: well, no, that's fine. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, well, I I will be interested to see how he comes out of this a much wiser young man, hopefully. I'm sure. And
1: as these things start to happen to him, I'm sure he'll go to Victor and be like, "Dad, this happened to me. What's going on?" <laughs> so,
0: you're fine. You're normal. Yeah. Yes. Probably.
1: That's exactly what will happen.
0: Speaking of uh normal, our very special hugglies You guys are just as awkward as we are, and you have submitted some incredibly good hugly and awkward moments. So let's go to our hugly and awkward moments of the week. We have two that are somewhat. Food-related is not the correct term, but it happened in establishments where you can purchase food, like a restaurant and a Starbucks. Here's the first one from Jan. I'm a repeat awkward offender. Every couple of months, a group of girlfriends and I take an afternoon off and have lunch, day drink, shop, and then get home in time for a nap before the kids get home. How fun. I know, right? I told her that. I'm like, I am living for that. I want that. She's like, today was that day. I worked remotely from Starbucks this morning after a meeting and one of the girls picked me up and we rode together for our girls afternoon. She returned me to my car where, of course, we held a parking lot traffic in the busiest Starbucks parking lot in town as I moved all of my shopping goods from her car to mine. I hopped in my car, answered an email, and backed out of the spot. I see my friend Jen's car in the drive-thru, so naturally I pull up next to it, rolled down my window and yelled into her open car window, "'Damn, bitch, you're thirsty as hell today!' Because we had discussed over lunch the new lingo that the kids today use. And of course, thirsty was one of those words, which is true. They're talking. I don't don't get it quite. But yeah, I
1: think thirsty means like you want to suck dick or something.
0: Really? I think so. Okay, I don't know. And the woman looked at me. It was not my friend, Jen. It was another mom with a bob haircut in the same SUV who likely (laughs) was not day drinking because her kids were in the car. (gasps) So I drove off mortified. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good.
0: At least she didn't stay to see the aftermath. Well, see, and then when I when, when she said she submitted that, I replied to her. And I said, well, did you do what I would have done, which is apologize and try to explain thirsty? <laughs> and she's like, no, I left. And I was like, well, that's good. <laughs> it was a wise, wise choice. Wise. <laughs>
1: wise choice.
0: Because that's not what I would have done.
1: I'm sure she called her friend, though, to tell her what she did.
0: She's like, oh, my God, Jen, I'm so drunk. <laughs> no. Guess what I just did to a poor <laughs> woman and her children. <laughs> God. Whenever, whenever I do stuff like this or what, when she did this, I hope that that woman shared this story with her husband or her girlfriend or whatever because... That is the silver lining of awkward moments is that you leave someone with a story and they then they will share it. And who knows? It could become like, oh, tell the tale about the lady who called you a bitch and said you were thirsty at Starbucks <laughs> You know, forever. <laughs> forever. She'll remember you hope that. that
1: they're not so uptight that they can't like have a sense of humor about it or something. One would hope.
0: <laughs> one would hope. This one was from my friend Shaleen. I saw her. She posted this. She was eating at a really nice restaurant. She was eating something that had shrimp in it, and she didn't like the shrimp. And so she chewed it for a minute and decided she didn't like it, so she, like a lady, discreetly spit it into her napkin, which that's what you do. She just spit it into her napkin. She forgot about it, and then she had to go to the restroom. (laughs) So when she got up, the chewed up shrimp fell out of the napkin and landed on the floor in clear view. and she's all never forget about the chewed up food you hate in your napkin put your napkin on the table okay. <laughs> instead and then because it was such a scene she took a picture of the chewed up shrimp oh for heaven's sakes <laughs> which made me laugh because i'm thinking, well it obviously everybody obviously had a good laugh you know about her she's like i hated the shrimp <laughs> that is so you have to funny admit it. i mean what if she had been on a date or something it, i don't think she was but i'm just saying you know that's funny it's like why didn't you just tell what, us it's what like, is I that like, it. it's
1: this shrimp that i didn't
0: like <laughs> god so spit funny. it in my napkin but don't worry i don't spit everything in a napkin <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like Gianna, i promise <laughs> who literally spits everything into a napkin on tv Oh, God. Well, I don't know. I think um, I think Jan, Jan wins. With, I'd think... give it a good 20,000 points for that one.
1: Definitely, Jan. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Jan, <laughs> yes. what's going on with Jane Fonda? Jane
0: Fonda. OK, this is just a little blurb, and then we'll say goodbye. Jane Fonda, who I adore. I think she's a great actress. I know she's a little controversial to some people, but I don't think so. Anyway, she has decided that she's retired from sex. She's 80. <laughs> 80? She's, she's 80. And she's like, she has said that she absolutely loves sex, but she hasn't been in any relationship since 2017 when she broke up with her latest boyfriend. And she's like, and I'm just not interested anymore. I'm not dating. I did it until a couple of years ago. I'm 80. I've closed up shop. (laughs) And she's done having sex. Why would you make that determination? I mean, what if she starts dating someone again? I don't know. I don't know. When mom and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how if something were to happen to Daryl, that he would probably get remarried fairly quickly. He's just one of those men that does better with a partner. He just really needs a wife. Right. Some men just do. And most men... When they, when they widow at an age, they remarry because they just like having a partner. And I said, whereas me, if something were to happen to him, I can pretty much fucking tell you that I would not get married again. I'm done. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't need, I don't need a husband. I mean, I, I have no question that I would not go hungry sexually. I think having sex is the easy part. It's all the other stuff that I really don't want to do. I don't want to deal with another man's stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't want to do. And, it, you know, after a certain age, I mean, you know, they got kids and ex-wives and, ah, no, I don't want to do it. I'm done. So I'll, I'll have lovers, <laughs> but I will never get married again. And mom's like, amen to that girl. <laughs> She's like, I'm with you.
1: <laughs> Mom, are you really, though? Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. You know, you keep saying that. And yet here we are.
1: And here we are. You're flying off to Florida yet again. again.
0: <laughs> so I can kind of understand what Jane Fonda is saying, but I, I would never take sex off the table. I don't care mm. how old I am. Never. That's crazy.
1: I mean, unless it's just like physically like painful or something like that. Or,
0: well, yeah, but you that's know, different. Impossible
1: or like it shriveled up so much. It's like, you know, it, it growed over.
0: Growed over. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it grew over like what? Like a pierced ear? the hole just scars over just yeah that's how that works
1: (laughs) it closed shop it It closed closed up up.
0: yeah you never know so anyway i was a little sad to hear that but you know what she's 80 she gives she gives zero fucks literally (laughs) she literally
1: it's her choice she she frequently makes poor decisions she
0: does and here's the other thing and in six months from now she could be walking around with some hot 50 year old and she's like, "Oh yeah, I remember when I said that. I was I was just I was drunk when I said that. I I I didn't mean it."
1: Have you seen the uh, previews for that new movie where they all are in a book club? Yes, I kind of want to see that movie. <laughs> you know, whenever
0: those movies come out, I think we immediately think of our mom cuz they all embody a personality like our mother. I don't know why. It just looks really funny. So, yeah,
1: I don't know. Maybe it'll be the kind when it comes out on DVD or video. Is this the
0: one where they all read Fifty Shades of Grey? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'll see it. I won't go to the movies to see it, but I'll definitely watch it. I love movies like that on TV. I, I like Diane Keaton as an actress. I mean, on yeah. off the screen,
1: she can't dress, but.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: On screen, she looks good.
0: I'll see anything with Jane Fonda in it.
1: She's a pretty good actress. And then who else? Candace it. Bergen's on there. She's eh, funny.
0: She's funny. She's actually very funny. I should say she's she's good.
1: So, all right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Thanks everybody for joining us. Hope that you have a good Memorial Day. Just a note, Jamie and I will be taking the week off. And so there will be no shows the week of Memorial Day, which is probably no big deal because uh, just like you guys will be barbecuing and drinking and you know, all the other shenanigans. So Mm -hmm. hopefully you won't miss us too much, but we will be back the first week of June starting that Sunday.
0: You won't even miss us,
1: but we'll still be active on Facebook and Jamie on Twitter and such so uh just keep your social media up and look for our little posts and etc things Mm -hmm. if there's no questions then i think that's (laughs) an end of a show (laughs) i think we're good yeah i don't have any questions have a good rest of your week and like i said we'll see you the first week of june Bye. Bye.
0: thanks for listening and sharing the show see you next time on the ugly truth